man will finally stop fighting each other when our spiritual blinders are lifted, revealing our true enemy. All right. And with that, with that poignant quote, we want to welcome everybody back to the We're Not Here podcast. Welcome back this week. Uh, I am James Ortega, your co-host, a.k.a. Jimmy Sunshine, as usual, and you are... I am Dave Fridland, <laughs> and you know what? I don't know what I am. What do you mean? I, had to, I don't know. I'm considering actually changing my tagline. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, that's not good for marketing. What, you I don't know. <laughs> I think the whitest white guy may have ran its course. Okay. You know, especially with what's going on in the news. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know if, if I want to identify as being the whitest white guy. So I think okay. I might. Uh, what's your What's your taglines? Jimmy Sunshine. Uh, well, uh, I, Mexican I, I see, Church Kid. The Mexican Church Kid with Hip Hop Sensibilities. I kind of dropped that too a while back. You know, oh, did you? Just the Mexican Church Kid. So what would I you am mean? my brother's brother. Okay. <laughs> this week. All right. Hey. We'll work on something. We'll figure something you know, out. You know what would be kind of cool? Your just changes every week. Because there's oh, so many yeah. different things, Dave. There's so many facet, you, facets to me. You are a renaissance man. Yeah. And so, I like man, that. just change it every week. I'll just stay the same, and you just keep oh, flowing. Oh, man, I've got, a, I've got a, <laughs> a great analogy for that. Okay. Yeah, I was, I've been painting all week our house. Okay. Same color. Every room is completely different. Oh, wow. One's dark, one's light, one looks brown, one, one looks green. Oh, so you're bringing everything one color right now. Yeah, and, oh, okay. and okay. I, we just—that's what we did. Yeah. My son just pointed it out to me. The obvious, Dad. How many different colors are we going to paint the downstairs of our our home? Oh, I see. I said, buddy, it's only one, but every room, depending mm-hmm. upon the light or the light ah. fixture, it, it, this particular paint comes off a completely different color. Huh. So that is. Like me, that's the the many colors of Dave. The many co- you're like a. I can't narrow down to just being a white guy. Chameleon, I'm you're too a chameleon. complicated. Right, you're. That's that's too easy. That's yeah. that's too simple. Too simple. I love it. I love that analogy. That's great. What color is the the house? I mean, what color are you painting it? White. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, no, that it, was perfect, it Dave. Is. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's called. Oh my goodness! It is. Um, uh, I can't remember the name. It's kind of a give us a shade. Is it's it kind gray? of a topish? Oh, okay. It's a little bit of a gray blue topish. Okay. Um, tan. <laughs> it, it's it's got a little element of everything. Okay. But it is the weirdest thing you wow. You put it against tungsten light. Yeah. And it comes out almost like a tan creamish okay. color. Right, right. You yeah. put it against sunlight, and it comes out more grayish hmm. it is that's interesting yeah i, I i'll have to see it i'll have to go I, and check i it out. was i've been painting all week and the right, lord right. the lord literally spoke to me today while i was painting and he said dave these are the many colors of you <laughs> share that with the world hey that perfect it's perfect you like that <laughs> so i am white no longer no longer no you are taupe and ish taupe ish Hey, well, whatever okay. you are, Dave. That's my life. <laughs> Enough about you. Dave. So what do you think about me, James? Whatever you are, Dave, welcome welcome to the studio. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> glad, to, glad to be back. Um, what is it? Wednesday night. It's a Wednesday night. We haven't Man, recorded on a Wednesday night. so No, that's weird. 
Yeah, it's strange. We've been kind of bouncing around, uh, just trying to find with our busy schedules and with the busy schedule of our illustrious producer, um, trying to trying to make sure we find a, a day to record for the week. Well, you know? we can't get if we lose him, we lose two people. We lose our producer and our engineer and our editor. Actually, three oh, people. and our editor. Yeah. So basically, everybody's out of the office. Basically, we have no. Trey can't make it. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. hear us. No, I mean we'd be sitting here with un. Sure. Unplugged up mics. There would be no computer. There would just be you and me talking to each other. <laughs> my dad, <laughs> my dad ran a company out of his back bedroom for uh, thirty years. Okay, right? and he, when he would leave or go on vacation or yeah. go away for the weekend, he'd just leave on the answering machine. Currently, everybody's out of our office. <laughs> Please nice. catch us Monday at nine. Nice. <laughs> that's that's us. Hey, well, it works. It it works. We've been making it work. Um, Trey has been, you know, very gracious with his time with us for, you know, an episode here and there. Uh, well, at least, at least one a week, right? We're trying to get it to where we, we can record a few during the week so we can get some in the can, as you say. One a week keeps um, us alive. Right now. Two a week. That would help. Gives us a little breathing. A little breathing room. And yeah. we, we would like to, you know, hopefully do something about that as we go. But that's fine. We're, we're making it work. You know, we're making yeah. it work. We're getting them out. Well, to pr- and, put out um, this kind of quality. Right. I mean, this this kind of um, unimaginable content, hey, James, you, is, is... This doesn't just happen. It's just unimaginable. This, does, this doesn't just happen, Dave. This, <laughs> this the, the prep we've actually put together just for this show... Just for this show. ...was... Well, what time is it? Hours. Um, yeah. Hours, Dave. Yeah, it, I'm looking at my watch. Days, actually. Let's say days. <laughs> days of our research department research r&d research and um, development we've logged so much overtime with these people i don't know if we can afford them yeah i don't know we'll we'll see um you know this is what happens when we do a a, a wednesday night wednesday night (laughs) this wasn't even this weird on a friday night no friday night was pretty pretty straight it was it was okay it said blood moon we had oh that's true did you see that that was pretty amazing no my wife did i like to watch it on the 11 o'clock news okay yeah (laughs) why I don't. I went. I went out. You didn't want to go outside to see it. No, You'd dude. I went outside and I went all over and I couldn't find it. And evidently, it was just over the hill. Oh, and so I'd have to get in the car and drive around. Oh, see, um, I was at Target, sitting in the car waiting for Ivy. Oh, that's that's the great place to the see Target everything. parking lot on that side was packed yeah. full of people with telescopes yeah. and cameras and whatnot. Yeah, they were out there looking Fourth at the July's, whole thing. But I didn't know. I didn't see them when we got there. And a friend of mine, actually Murky, he uh, he texted us with a picture of it from his house. I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know. Man. So I went out and got out of the car, and I could see it right there. Oh, that's really cool. Nice. And then I took a picture of it when I got home. I could see it from the house. Oh, really, thanks it looked for really not nice. calling me. Well, I figured I was, you knew. I figured I, you were out there, you know, measuring and <laughs> measuring. <laughs> I don't know. You were out there, you know, uh, talking to uh, some. You know, scientist about what this means for the yeah end of herb the world. across the street. A, a uh, yeah, yeah yeah your astrophysicist friend. astrophysicist from uh, uh, JPL yeah. Labs or was I, just came over for coffee and he, I thought for sure he kind of broke it down to me. I thought I didn't even think of and like I said I didn't even know it was there and then I saw all these people out there and I thought well Dave's got this covered. We'll be talking about this. I I told my uh, wife I'm going to go see this thing yeah. and she came in and I said oh. Let's go check it out. And she, yeah, and she said, "Can see it. Can't see it from our house. Your backyard 
you're you're in a on a hill there and it's kind of weird so yeah it was still pretty low and that's probably why you yeah. can see it i'm down here in the flatlands and i can see it perfectly yeah, i'm up higher yeah yeah the hills around us are higher than my house so. yeah it's right it's like being the on a mountain in the valley yeah in, the, in, right. in a valley on a mountain right in the foothills of a mountain yeah, right nuts. below hey so, you have a nice view so but uh yeah that was pretty cool pretty yeah. odd uh pretty prophetic pretty um yeah pretty uh uh end, end times ish pretty revelation ish yeah they the the birth the, pangish the rareness of them are <laughs> birth pangish uh the rarity of them you know is is real they don't happen all that often but they like I said, we've been having them, I think since 2008 is when they kind of started that whole cycle of them happening. Yeah. I think it was around that time, maybe 2010. Uh, I remember the first one I saw, and I didn't know anything about it, and then I'm watching, you know, people talk about it. Um, it It is thought to be leading to something here in October. I guess there's another one coming in October. Really? Uh, yeah, and then next year's another one's supposed to happen, but I, in you know, they come in cycles the way they do it. Yeah. Um, but... I've heard I've heard from different theologians saying that's a big deal. I've heard other theologians say it's not a big deal. Um, so I don't know, uh, but it is pretty cool to watch. It is pretty cool to see it. So, um, other than that, well, that that coupled with what happened in China, China, they had blood red skies. Is that right? Did you see that on the no, news? No, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, and it was all over China. Mm. I'm talking about blood red mm. skies at night. And they were still wow. trying to figure out why, you know, huh. you know, the, the natural thing is the smog right. versus a sunset. Um, but there's no, according to what I was watching on the news, they haven't found an explanation hmm. for why the skies turned to blood over China. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's something for our audience to check out hey. and and tell us why. Let Le- us know. Leave, leave a note so yeah. we can I want to know why this. China had red skies. I mean, <clears throat> you know, they, they, do they call it the red? No, what is it? The red, communist red China, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, red, red China. China. Maybe that's it, why. Yeah, interesting. I don't huh? know. Um, let's see, what else is going on? Um, I think we, you know, we do know that there's things going on uh, in the news. Um, bad stuff. We, we. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. We're we are not a podcast that really hits on kind of the stuff going on in the news. You know, we don't really we'll we'll mention it, but we don't do like whole shows on it. Yeah. Um, but we do. We are aware of what's going on um, in the world, um, good and bad. Um, but again, we we are praying for our country. We're praying for our our leaders, we're praying for our world leaders, what's going on, you know, again, Ukraine and uh, Israel is now being more involved with Russia. Um, Russia, I guess, attacked or shot at a plane, yeah. an, Israeli, an Israeli plane. They didn't get it, but, um, you know, there's some things going on up there with Iran. Of course, always, there's always stuff going on, but now Israel and Russia, Ukraine is starting to become Boy, that's a thing. Getting really, yeah. Uh, uh, Taiwan and China is another that, little that's right thing out going of on. Ezekiel, right, right. Um, so we we keep an eye on stuff. We watch things. We listen to stuff. We pray, um, and that's that's what we do, you know. And we don't 
we don't bring it here for you know to do a whole segment or do a whole show on it um we're looking at different things to do um but we are aware and so you know i just wanted to make make sure people understand you know, we're finding our place in the world okay yeah uh, you know all right yeah that that niche is going to come and, well i mean but i like kind of what we're where we're headed in yeah talking about spiritual things that are that are happening right um you know the what we're going to talk about tonight is really cool and it's right up my alley um and so we like we like stuff god does to to regular joes yeah you know to let them yeah. know that he's real and active in their lives yeah and and so those are that's what it gets us excited and and everything jesus but yeah current events yeah and and how that pertains to these last days and and right. you know there's there's always a theological uh you know i don't want to say disagreement but different opinions on you know are we in the last days are we are we a hundred years into a thousand years of the last days <laughs> are we is it next year right you know you can have those discussions all day long yeah all we got to do is is see what's in the news and and interpret the way the bible lays it out it's yeah kind of compelling yeah, that's uh, one of the guys that I listen to. His his mantra is, "I don't, I don't go anywhere except for what Jesus said." And knowing the prophecies, you know, reading the Old Testament prophecies, and but Jesus tells us how things are going to be, and um, you know, yeah, we we like you said, there's so much discord, you know, discourse. Um, about who's, where are we, where, what's happening, yeah. is this, you know, is this it, is this going to happen, you know, rapture, is the rapture imminent, is the rapture still have some time before we get to the rapture, can we know when the rapture, not day and day, date and time, but, uh, you know, we know there's some signs that still need to be fulfilled before that happens, and different people have different ideas about that, but what we, like you said, what we love to do is Make sure that we stay grounded in the scripture, even if we're talking about the economy or we're talking about witches or tonight we're going to be talking about angels. We like to stay close, um, as biblical as possible, and then tell stories and then tell other people's stories. You have a story tonight about angel, an angel you encountered, uh, or what you believe is an angel and what I believe is an angel. And other people would probably say, well, maybe that was just someone you know God was using not not the way you tell the story that's that's angelic to me um but um you know it's it's just really it's really cool i think what we do is having these discussions about stuff but also telling other people's stories and then going back to the scriptures always um, good thing about so. these angel stories too is oh should we should we let everybody know that we're actually starting a series tonight yeah we're going to try to do a two part maybe three part mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes uh, at least two parts. We're going to do uh, angels, and then we're going to do the uh, next week. We might we'll probably do dark, the dark side of it, the fallen yeah. angels, and then what demons are as opposed to angels. They're not the same thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and how they interact in sure uh, everybody's lives here on this planet. Yeah. Next week we'll go. We'll dive into the dark side of it. You know, this uh, time we're gonna we're gonna talk about the angels of God. Uh, those angels that that. Are um, have been given assignment by Yahweh Himself yeah. to do certain things in the world. So, 
and through scripture and then throughout the world even now. So looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to hearing your story again and um, in our second segment where we will be diving into, what would we call it? It's not a dream state. It's, um, it might be just mystery scriptures. Just some, there's some mystery scriptures in there because there are some really interesting things that I found about angels in the scriptures mm -hmm. that I hadn't seen before. And so I'm really looking forward to kind of sharing those and seeing if people had, had read those or heard those before. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for a break. You ready? You good? I'm ready. I'm ready to hit this hard. <laughs> All right. Well, it's uh, it's that time. We we will take a break. Get a snack. Call a friend. Do what you got to do, and come back and join us in a few minutes. Thank you for listening to We're Not Here, the podcast, and for being a part of our family. We appreciate your continued support. We are trying to make sure that our listeners stay connected and support other proclaimers of the gospel as well. With that in mind, please check out the Daily Disciple YouTube channel. You will hear Isaac David share his thoughts on questions, struggles, and doubts that we all face, both Christians and non-Christians, walking through this life, and all taken from a biblical worldview. Again, thank you for listening, and let's get back to our episode. All right. <laughs> Just that, deep breath, that deep breath I had to take there. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. Um, so glad that you're with us. So glad that you're listening. Um, I hope that what we talk about tonight is something that uh, ministers to you, uh, something that speaks to you. Maybe you, again, maybe you have a story about angels. That we're going to, you know, things that we're going to share. Um, maybe you have a story. Maybe you have something that, that has uh, happened to you, an experience that you could share with us. We'd love to hear from you. That can be in our second segment. We can make this a three-parter and just yeah. talk about people's stories, you know. Or continu um, continuation throughout, you know. Throughout the year. You know, yeah. whenever we, we get back Angels to are it, always yeah. fun to talk about. Yeah. So if anybody has something good, please. Please let us know. Yeah. Drop us a line at our website. Right. What's the website, Dave? Well, it's great. The uh, question, James, is hey, www.nothere2too.com. And you can um, leave us a message, go to contacts right. in our menu, and uh, we would just leave a short message. We'd love to talk to you and um, talk about you know this story. This What's is, your cell number? Let's give them your cell number. They can text you as well. Yeah, you can contact me <laughs> at... Uh, James's number, which whoa, is whoa, whoa. Uh, 888. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just hit us up. Again, Facebook, our Facebook, Instagram, instant message us, however you want to get a hold of us. Um, become a part of the community. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and if you have any stories that we can share, we would love to, we would love to share your story. So. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it, Dave. Let's get into angels. Um, now. First thing I wanted to mention is that when we talk about angels, you know, we, we have this idea of, I know when I was a kid growing up thinking that angels were these little beings, or maybe big beings, but they have, they have wings, they fly around. Um, angels kind of were like, sometimes I thought of connotation when I was young, especially that angels were little children like they were little angels with wings yeah uh and you know you see that on tv <clears throat> you know you get different things on on movies or whatever you know like with the angel on the shoulder and the demon on, or the devil on the other shoulder the bow and arrow and 
the bow and arrow, the the Saint Valentine's was a you know his little angel making people fall in love. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but what I have found out is that angels, the actual word angel just means messenger. Mm-hmm. So angel is a type of, and I'm going to use Doctor Michael Heiser, who wrote a book called Angels. He wrote another one called Demons as well. Uh, I haven't read them yet, but uh, I listened to his his lectures and I listened to his interviews quite a bit. He he calls these members of the heavenly hosts, members of God's heavenly hosts. So angels are just one one type of heavenly host. Um, there are other types: uh, cherubim, uh, seraphim, uh, ophan ophan. Ophanium, Ophanium. Um, there, there are different types of, of, of angelic beings or Elohim. The Bible calls Elohim as well, the sons of God in the Old Testament. Um, yeah. Elohim, that's what even is plural. Um, they, they have different, different jobs. They do different things. Not all of the angels, and we'll just say angels for, for generic sake, right? We'll use that term. Not all angels are messengers. Not all of them are warriors. Not all of them do a specific job. They all do s- different things. Um, w- you know, I think the one thing that we always, you know, we always remember the angel Gabriel. We always remember him coming and, and showing himself. And, and when you do, when you see the, the, the church plays, you know, you see, you know, the, the big shiny light on the yeah. white, you know, all in white with the wings, you know, the yeah. same thing. And speaking to Mary and letting her know, and just Joseph, and uh, giving them the the fear not, fear not. You know, you are with child, um, and and it may have well could have looked like that. I don't think it did. I don't. I don't think that angel looked like we depict them. But if you start looking at other parts of the Bible, especially the Old Testament, there's all oh, there's. I think there was like a hundred things that I saw, and I don't know. This is not an exhaustive search. Uh, I saw a hundred um, uh, references to angels in throughout the whole Bible, but I know there's many more. I think they were kind of picking out. I don't know which why they picked the certain ones, but um, angels are not demons, and demons are not the opposite of angel. And I think that's the other thing that we kind yes. of get we misconstrue that a demon is a disembodied spirit of what we believe is the Nephilim, disembodied spirit of the fallen angel, uh, half-breed giants or half-breed humanoids that were created when the sons of God, which were the fallen angels, uh, having sex with human women and creating this offspring. And when those were destroyed in the flood, the disembodied spirits of those beings became the demons. Now that's that a, a lot of people say that's not true. A lot, you know, you go back and forth, but yeah. but the the guys who are serious about this stuff, about the supernatural in the in the scriptures, believe that that's that's where demons are. Yeah, and they all work for the same guy, right? They all work for Satan, um, but it's it's a different. They're not demons. Were not created by God. They were manipulated DNA wise by the fallen angels. Now the fallen angels are the opposite of the angels that was angel Gabriel, Michael, um, uh, a couple other names that I saw today. Those 
angels, the fallen angels, are God's creation, and they decided to rebel against God, as did Lucifer, as did And Satan. that's the battle. The and fallen angels are battling the, the angels, the right. good angels, or right. God's army. So that's a continuous thing that's happening right. minute by minute. Right. Okay. That, that happened uh, in heaven. There was a war. You know, many believe that pre-Diluvian, um, meaning before the, before the flood, um, you know that makes you sound really smart by saying pre-diluvian. Pre-diluvian, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> before the flood, and and sometime ancient that in ancient time, maybe before humans were on the earth, there was a war in heaven when they rebelled, and then they decided to come down to uh, Mount Hermon. Mm-hmm. And is where they came down to earth, and then they be they started to roam the earth and started to teach humans what to do, and that's where we get the alien, ancient alien pyramids thing. and right, yeah, creating all these old, you know, the old megaliths that are around the world. Yes. that there was no way that humans could have built these things alone. Uh, they had to have help. That's and, a great answer to that so, question. Yeah, which is never answered. What's that? An alien. I'm saying the oh, whole, yeah, the, right. the, the alien right. angle is all that man can come up with. Right, right. From another planet and yeah. coming down, and, you know, higher beings. Yes, higher beings for sure. I, I, yeah. But angelic uh, um, beings. Aliens, though. absolutely. I'll, right. It, it, because they're not, they're not humanoids. They right. are uh, other, otherly. They're, they're otherworldly. They're from the spirit realm, yeah. which God created as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know they they so so we're gonna get into that next week. We're gonna get into all yeah, there's that so crazy many, stuff. But the, the, I mean, when you look at 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 angels, the simple the simple um, angel that we're gonna talk about, right. the one who can show up as a human, right? Appears as a human, an everyday person, right? That ha- helps, and you don't realize during that encounter mm-hmm. that that is an angel until that encounter is over right. and you have to sit back and understand wow what was that that just happened right. how is it that that person was able to do this or tell me this particular message that nobody knows right. um or you know or assist me in that way right. that's completely different angel than the gazillions of different types of angels and the hosts of heaven right. and we you can you know that by some of the revelatory things that that John wrote and some of the visions yeah. that these these uh, you know biblical characters had over the the centuries or millennial um, millenniums mm-hmm. by seeing all these different types of angels. But this is the angel we're going to talk about is yeah the, more the, human the human simple form. encounters where you think it's right. it's a human being. Right, and then later you realize that was something other than, you know, right, a, a guy down the street. Right, right. You know, and I think that was a messenger sent to assist me. To assist me, and and we know even from the from the biblical text, um, when angels showed up, uh, Abraham, Abraham is sitting out, and he's there in his you know his tent wherever he's at you know in his in his home yeah and two guys walk up and he's like oh hey <laughs> and he you know he makes some food and he sits down with them they start talking and everybody's you're talking about abraham all these biblical yeah. characters are so 
unaware. They, they're unaware. They yeah, have they're no like, idea. hey, hey, what's up, man? You yeah. want to eat something? Hey, you hungry? You yeah, know, who are you? Let me feed you. What village did you come from? Right, exactly. And they start revealing stuff to Abraham, and then he starts to realize, oh, oh, what's what's going on here? Yeah. And then then he understands, right? Yes. Uh, Lot is uh, the difference with Lot is is uh, he's sitting at the at the gate of. Sodom is it some is it Sodom or Gomorrah one of yeah, one of the cities Gomorrah he's sitting there at the at the gate of the city and he notices two guys walking up and he's like he knew that they were angels the scripture said he knew when they walked up that they were angels now I don't know how he was able to recognize yeah, them because they looked different but others still thought they were men I have heard stories of angels very beautiful, very good looking. Because they were taller, they're probably they were taller, in their six foot two range. Probably a light skin, yes, Nordic looking, Nordic possibly. Looking, right. And you're talking about some smaller. Right. Um, they didn't look like they fit the um, location. Yeah, they, they were weren't standing. from around here. Right. And they were definitely <laughs> out, of out of Kansas. Of <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we we see that type from of out stuff. Of town. <laughs> we're from out of town. Um. But we, you know, we, we see all these different, you know, human, you know, interactions with angels. Um, we, the ones that, that are, the ones that are really interesting to me in the Old Testament is seeing, like, uh, Jacob sees the ladder, right? He sees the ladder. He has a, a vision of this ladder coming down from heaven. And there are angels going up and down the ladder, going up into heaven, coming down to earth. And this is where he becomes Israel. This is where he, he you know, he gets into to talking to um, the the spirit of God, right? Or Jesus, as as it turns out, it was it was a a, a physical uh, appearance of Jesus or a spiritual appearance of Jesus. But he wrestled with the man. Yeah. He wrestled with the man. So there mm-hmm. was something spiritual going on. It wasn't all there, but he wasn't one hundred percent man. So that a lot of theologians believe that was Jesus. But you see the the ladder of angels coming up and down, so you know they're coming to earth. Oh, so that stuff. wasn't just a movie? No, Jacob. Did you see that movie? I had nothing I to did. do with that. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that was nothing. a weird movie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's fine. Um, I did see that movie a long time ago, and I I didn't I didn't understand it. Um, but in Psalm 78, um, it, it's talking about the fact of God God's anger. And how he was getting angry with the Israelites because in in the in the um, wilderness when they got out of Egypt they were rebelling they were complaining that you know just one thing after another they would not believe anymore and he told them that I sent manna for you the food of the angels now that bread so we know from that that angels actually eat right even in heaven angels eat. It was called the food of of the angels. Now, wow. it was it made into real food? Was it is it supernatural food in heaven? And it becomes you know, I you know that that's that was interesting to me that I didn't I've never seen that before. But the the bread that was sent down to to the Israelites was the bread of angels, uh, the the food of angels. Must have been so they lean because you I've never seen a fat angel. Well, I've never seen a thin angel. <laughs> I've never seen an angel. Period. But they ate. They eat. Um, it's also uh, there was also in um, in that same chapter twenty four and twenty five verse twenty four and twenty five. It talks about the destroyer angels. 
that he came down to because the Israelites knew God and they knew what he had done in, in Egypt, mm-hmm. that when God came and he was he was performing all those miracles there in, in the signs in Egypt, that the destroyer angels came down and made way. They were fighting something to get out of the way so that God could come down and and do his work. Yeah. And so those destroyer angels, I had never noticed that before. Destroyer angels. That thought was wow. cool. So that's a so, specific name. Yeah. It's not angels that are, are destroying things. That's a name of a type of it's almost like a calling something it's a like tank. A, it's like a title. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's right. an offensive uh description. Right, right. So um <clears throat> angels themselves, you know, messengers, fighters, warriors, we know Michael. Um, when, uh, Daniel in, uh, the book of Daniel, where I had it here, uh, Daniel eight sixteen and then nine through 20, Daniel is, is greeted by Gabriel, right? Gabriel, the, the angel or the messenger, and he's talking to him. And so, you know, a couple chapters later when Daniel is, has been fasting for a while and he has been praying. Gabriel finally shows up to him and says, it took me, you know, a while to get to you because I was fighting with the, uh, I was held back, not fighting. I was held back by the Prince of Persia and I had to call Michael to come and help me, assist me because I couldn't get to you. So Michael came and fought with the Prince of Persia so that you could, so I could get to you and minister to you and, and let you know what was going on. So you have angels that work together. A messenger angel called out to a warrior angel to it's, come and fight so that he could get back to Daniel. It's structured as an It's army. crazy. It's yeah, crazy to think crazy. of that stuff. And we're, um, and we're only seeing bits and pieces of this. Yeah. It, we, we don't know. You right. Know, we're going to know it all when, when we see it. I can't wait. You know, it's going to be it's going to be mind blowing. We're we're only hearing just bits and pieces right. that God is is revealing in right. the scriptures, but certainly not the big picture. Mm-hmm. What's really happening right. in all these different uh, dimensions? Yeah, and, and or the, the angelic dimension for sure. But yeah, um, yeah. So getting down to some some. Uh, some nitty gritty. So we got a mm. basic layout of what angels are in the Bible. What's, uh, how do we roll out our, our angel evening here? Right. Well, I think looking at all the different things that angels have done or that they do, uh, even the book of Revelation talks about they're going to come and separate. They're going to separate the wheat and the chaff, right? Yeah. We talked about that last week. We did. Um, there, there are certain jobs and details that they are on. Um, and there's a gentleman that I watch. His name is Timothy Alberino. He talks about a lot of this stuff as well. He believes that they are our elder brothers. They are the elder brothers and we're the younger brothers and that they look very similar to us. They look humanoid, but they're not human. You know what I mean? That this is his take on it. Um, who even, is this? even the uh, Timothy Alberino, he works with, uh, Steve Quayle and some other guys writing books about, Giants and talk, just all the supernatural stuff. Yeah, and we don't leave out any theories. No, in, hey, in the end, we we're don't know. Find out what the Bible says and stick with that. We and don't stick know. With that, he yeah. don't know, right? Yeah. We, but but it's really interesting that he he calls us the younger brother to the elder brothers, because in the New Testament we are called the sons of God, like they are called in the Old Testament. 
So we become like them. So yeah. we're all in the same family. Yes. And so what we're doing here on earth is kind of like what they're doing now. We minister to others. We help fight in the spirit with others. Yeah. We help pray for other people. We help you know, do certain things that God has allowed us to do. God doesn't need us. He doesn't even need the angels, but he allows his family, which are spirit <clears throat> beings, to, to, to work in the world, to do things to help us, yeah. and then we help each other. To accomplish. Right. So right. we're much like the, we're a little lower than, you know, Hebrews also says that Jesus became a little lower than the angels like us. Mm-hmm. He became a man. So we're a little lower than the angels as well. Right, but one day, even though the angels will be are like subject them. to, we will be like them, and then they will be subject to us. Yeah, we will be, we will be the ones held up higher, and the yes. angels know this, and they watch us. So I think that brings us in into the day. <laughs> that brings us into the day. What we is <laughs> getting? I, I can only imagine somebody <laughs> sitting on their eyes. couch and their heads twisting. Right like, now. what do you? What okay, are you let's just like, yeah, go back to square one. Well, and, and again, this is this is a very deep conversation. Very deep, it's, very vast. It's very, yeah, there's so many things that we could be talking about. And I just wanted to get kind of that foundation of this is who yeah. we're dealing with. And this is so big. This so, is so different than what we thought yes. when we were younger. Yeah. And so, but we're going we're gonna to funnel that down into okay. simple, the simplicity of right. us. Right. We need help on this planet. Yes. Yeah. Believers. Right. People who cry out to God, and um, and the, these 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 are simple beings that are being used, created, and used by God to assist followers of Christ. Yeah. When God decides. When when He decides, how He decides, how He decides. Right. Who? Yeah. Who's? You know, you could go your whole life and never interact with an angel. Right. Or maybe you or did. Or maybe you did. Yeah, because I don't know for sure. I know I've never seen anything. Yeah. Maybe I've encountered, I know I've encountered some really weird feelings when I walk yes. into a room. Not, that could be demonic. It could be, you know, Those that. C- it also could be something, I mean, because these people are saying when they see the, the angels, they fall down terrified. Yeah. Daniel was terrified. Yeah. And and the angel was loving and caring for him and saying, hey, stand up. You're okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, and he was still like, ah, I can't look at you. No way. Um, it, it, I mean, we're not, that's different, you know, it's different for us. This is a, an angel that is obviously not in its full glory. Right. Yeah, it's, possibly. It's a, right. I don't want to say that that's disrespectful, but it's a dumbed down angel for us. <laughs> Sorry. Because, um, if we saw any, any host of yeah. heaven in its glory. Right. In its rightful state, we, we couldn't handle it. Right. Right, and and you know Mary Joseph. That's why Jesus had to come as a man, as a baby? Yeah, he came. We couldn't handle as a man him. Yeah, right. He had Our to be bodies come as a man. Um, so we now hear of stories of people here on Earth, even to this day, experiencing angels, experiencing things that have happened in their lives supernaturally that they can't explain. And the only conclusion that they could come up with is that an angel or angels were involved. Um, you know, I, I keep going back to biblical stuff. I'm sorry. And my mind just always goes back to more biblical stories. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it to, to modern day. Um, I saw a story today of Corey Ten Boom um, when she was captured um, by the Nazis. 
and she's taken to uh, a concentration camp and she tells the story of her and some other women that were, were taken into a room and they were um, made to strip, take a shower, and then they were going to go get to work or whatever they were going to do. Well, when they got into the room, to they were going to start checking them. They checked them for lice first. They were checking their bodies. And they did like a reenactment. But the story is, is that she asked to use the restroom. And she goes to the restroom, and she has a Bible with her hidden in her dress. <clears throat> and she tells one of the other girls here, let's hide the Bible here. She hides the Bible in the bathroom. She goes. They, they, take, they strip them down. They make them shower. They clean them up. And then when, she, when she's going to come back out, she gets the Bible. And these girls are terrified, right? Uh, the Nazis, they're going to get killed. They're going to catch them, whatever. She has the Bible. She knows if she has this Bible, she's going to get killed. And she prays right there, Father, send an angel to make me invisible so that these, these, um, these guards don't catch me with this Bible. Because she, she did not want to get rid of her Bible. She was going to keep her Bible. So she has her Bible in her hand or like under her dress. And they're, they're, every checkpoint that they get to, they're patting down the kid, They're patting down these girls, right? It shows, and she tells the story of her getting to each checkpoint. <clears throat> the guards don't even see her. The guards check every other girl and pat down every other girl. But when she walks through, they look the other way. They don't see her. She walks straight through. And an angel, she says, she believes an angel of God protected her, like made her invisible. Yeah. And, and they did not see her. And she was able to take her Bible with her the whole time she was wow. in the concentration camp. Yeah, that's, I've heard that story. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That, that, you know, we, again, that's, that's modern day. That's, and we're going to talk about more modern day stuff, but I mean, that, 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 that's even goes incredible. beyond a, an angel encounter. You're talking about right. a cloak of invisibility. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, know, you can pray and right ask God Harry Potter. to have an angel, <laughs> to have an angel come and cover you. That's amazing. So that they can't see you. Um, yeah, that was, I thought, I never, I had never heard that story. You I and I were both kind of, you know, in our in our week long of preparation for this show, correct. We we were we were checking out some podcasts today, listening to some and stories. I think that's um, uh, you and I have both listened to a few. I was yeah. while I was painting all yeah. day long, right. I just had the podcast run running. That's the beautiful thing about podcasts, folks, is you can go to the gym, hey. you can paint your house, and you can listen to unbelievable content. Like one we're of, not here. One of the podcasts, yeah. Like we're not here. One of the podcasts I was listening today that I just got turned on to. In fact, I started to listen to it about a half an hour in. I got a call from my son in Phoenix, and he says, "Dad, you ought to check out this podcast oh, I wow. just found. It's amazing. It's on angels, and I know you guys want to do it. Are doing an episode on angel encounters, right?" And I said, "Jake, I'm listening to it right now. You'd already you'd already found it. I've I've been listening. To, oh, I was listening to it." You know, for and then he, I guess probably for an over an hour while I was painting, and wow. he called me in the middle of it. So that's cool. It's called the unfolding. Mm -hmm. I know you have your own podcast. You were checking out, right? This was the unfolding. It was uh, they they say page seventy two, so it's probably the seventy second okay um, uh, episode or something like that. Yeah, it was called Angels Un Unaware. Okay, and Perfect. it was very well done. It's just a it's just a narrator, and she. Cuts to uh, stories mm -hmm. of 
different people that they've recorded, pre-recorded, right. Right. just tell their story. And they just go one after another. And I just sit there and listen to it for two hours, hmm. different stories. But one of them I thought was, yeah, I'll kind of encapsulate it, yeah. make it quick. Just amazing. I mean, and, you know, I've heard lots of angel stories, but this one was uh, a guy and his wife take their child, you know, I four or five-year-old child to the grocery store. Somehow the child gets lost. They're running around the parking lot. They don't know where the child is. They call the cops. They don't know what to do. Hmm. Um, you know, they, they uh, one of them ends up heading home and, and which they live not too far. They live, you know, half a mile away from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. right. And he's at home and calling people and calling the police and calling neighbors and wondering, did he, did he leave his child and think they took him to the store? I mean, I've done that with five kids. <laughs> I've left my kid at home. Right. I've left him in a store. Oh man. So I know, you know, I related to this and I, knew how this man was feeling and the way yeah. he told the story was they they were just praying and they were believers and they're praying and going oh god help us what what have we done where where's our child is did somebody kidnap him and he gets a knock on the door and there he said there's an elderly couple standing mm. there holding their kid wow and they said is this child yours and he grabbed the kid and he's hugging him and going, where have you been? And, mm. and, and you know, he knows he took him to the store. Right. He knows he didn't get him into the car. Yeah. Um, and so him and his wife are going crazy. The mother's hanging on to him and they're crying and saying thank you to this couple. And he said, between the time I turned and hugged my child with mm. my wife, and we said, thank you, Lord. And I turned my face back to the open door where that couple was standing. Right. They disappeared. They were gone. And he said, it couldn't have been more than a second, second and a half. Wow. He said, I turned, I blinked, and they were gone. And they were within, you know, a foot and a half from us in right. the door, in the, in the door jam. Wow. And he was just telling this story in tears. And he said, how do you not believe that? that they were angels. Yeah. The thing that struck me interesting, it was a, it was appeared to be a man and wife, an older couple. He right. Said, yeah. Possibly elderly. They, oh, he said in their seventies. Hmm. Um, so, you know, what's, what's interesting about, I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier today where, you know, we don't see female, um, angels in the bible we don't we don't see the the gender right it, you know we do know that some of them had names we know the fallen angels in the book of enoch have names that are all male names um so we don't see the female side of it but i think maybe what happens is that like that child seeing a, a grandma and a grandpa and being comforted by a grandma and a grandpa but yeah. he doesn't know they're angels maybe he does maybe the kid knows you know but but being comforted by a man and a woman, an older man and a woman, and maybe that was for the child, and God allowed it to be that for them. You know, well, for the, 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 the 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 next one after that was uh, a woman. He was she was a newscaster, and she went mm -hmm. down to uh, to a MetroLink. There was an accident, a car accident, where a car got hit by MetroLink, mm -hmm. and she um, ran down 
and um, to do this story. Um, and I'm, I, I take that back. She wasn't a newscaster. She was a news. Uh, she was a cinematographer. Okay. I believe she went down with the newscaster to shoot this story and and where the accident occurred. And she thought it would be good to get a shot of an on on really always smart to do this get a shot of an oncoming um, metro link coming her direction okay so they could open the story that way okay and right. she was you know several feet five ten feet outside of the tracks and evidently when this thing flew by her and um, it sucked her in the wind oh right sucked her in. And, um, she got just beat up. Mm. They took her for dead and they called the ambulance and she didn't get run over. She just got smacked around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then it threw her body off into the distance. They called the ambulance. She was, you know, had contusions and broken bones and they didn't know what was wrong with her internal bleeding. They went into the emergency room and, um, they're all worried. All the family got down there and they said, we don't know if she's going to make it. All of a sudden a doctor comes out and she, the, the doctor was a woman doctor named Dr. Murphy mm -hmm. in a white lab coat and walked up and said, she's going to be fine. Mm. This is what we've discovered. And, um, and talked to her <laughs> about, you know, electrical circuits and how her brain is hooked into you know, these organs and that she, and, and that, that she's going to make a, a miraculous recovery and it'll be, it, it don't even worry about it. Right. She's in good hands. And the woman walked away and they said, Oh, thank you, Dr. Murphy for coming and <laughs> sharing that. And they, they had waited several, you know, yeah. hours and the whole family had gathered and they're thinking, you know, everything's fine. They're no, they thought she was, they were told when oh. they came in that they didn't, Oh, right, right. Many hopes for her. Yeah. So this woman walks in and gives the report. Right. And walked out. A few minutes later, uh, the man that was performing surgery on her came out and said, well, um, I just, you know, we just got out of uh, surgery. She needs to go in for another surgery uh, in a little while and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And he said, well, Dr. Murphy said that she's, she's going to get a full recovery. Right. And the guy said, looked at her, the doctor, and he said, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, no, it was Dr. Mur Murphy. She was just here. Right, yeah. And he said, man, we don't have a woman <laughs> surgeon named Dr. Murphy anywhere. Right. And they checked at the front desk, and they talked to the nurses. There is no Dr. Murphy. No Dr. Now, Murphy. Now, what happened there, This, um, and this is the whole family said that she, she miraculously recovered. Mm. She came out looking great. Went back to her job. That's crazy. And then she's, you know, left for dead, basically. Yeah. So the, the stories like that just blow me away. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and um, they happen every day. And they, they happen all the time. I, one of the stories that I heard, and I really like, well, not really like the story, but it was, again, amazing that we don't know. We, we just don't know. And this, so, the, okay, let me tell you the story, and then I'll say why we don't know. Uh, they did a reenactment of this story, right? Because this girl, she tells her story, but um, they did a reenactment so you could see it on, it was like a video. It wasn't a podcast I was watching, but I was watching a video. Uh, there was a, a rapist at a 
uh, college and he had been, he, you know, raped a few girls. He was still on the loose. They couldn't find him. They couldn't get him. Police put out a, a thing, you know, announcement, Hey, girls around the college area, beware. Don't be by yourself. Walk with a friend. Well, this particular girl was coming back to the dorm from wherever she was. She was alone. There was nothing she could do. It was nighttime. She just had no choice. And she's listening to the radio at the time, like, okay, I got to be very careful. Let me just get, let me just get to my dorm, you know? And then she prayed, God, help me just get to my dorm room. Just help me get to my dorm room. And then she just prayed and that was it. She leaves the car. She's nervous. She's already nervous because she, she knows this guy's around somewhere. She's walking to the dorm room. She's starting to get really more nervous. She sees a guy in the bushes right ne- right where she has to walk. And she sees him in the bushes, but she, she just doesn't see him until she's right there. And she starts walking really fast. She starts crying as she's walking. It shows the guy in the bushes. The guy sees her and stays there and waits. And I'm thinking, okay, it's gonna, he's going to wait until she gets to the door, right? And it's dark over there by the door. So when she gets to the door, she opens the door. She walks in. She, you know, really quickly runs into her room, slams the door shut. And I'm like, okay, this guy didn't try to do anything. And she says she locked the door. She calls the cops right away. This is, this is my name. This is where I'm at. I'm in this hall at my dorm. He's right outside. He's in the bushes. You've got to come and get him. So the cops come. They get there, they arrest the guy, and the cop comes to her door and says, hey, will you come identify the guy that you saw and make sure, we want to make sure it's the right guy. She says, yeah. So she comes out, and the guy's standing there by the car, you know, they're about to put him away, um, and he says, is this the guy? And she says, yes, that's him. And then he says, okay, thank you, and then they're about to take him, and then she says, wait, I want to know why you didn't you didn't do anything. I walked by you. You saw me. Why didn't you, why didn't you do anything? You know, what, what happened? Cause she was, her mind was blown that, that she was able to walk by. And he says, well, I would have, but those two guys next to you, those big old, you know, football players next to you, I wasn't about to do anything. You're crazy. They would have killed me. And she's like, I, there was nobody with me. She told the cop, there was nobody with me. I was by myself. And the cop was like, are you sure there was no one else out here? I was alone. There was nobody. And he goes, sounds like you had some guardian angels, you know, being, you know, yeah. sounds like you had some guardian angels around you. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the guy was like scared out of his mind. He was so scared. And he was like, I, he didn't even want to look at the girl, talk to the girl. He's like, I just, just get me away from her. What's funny is these things happen so much and yeah. they're so in the news, right. these kind of stories. And so we don't even, that's what I mean, no, we the don't world, know. The world even says, oh, sounds like you got guardian angels. Right. They don't understand the, the actual spiritual impact of right. what happened. Right. It just has become kind of a, you know, a, a, something to say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what else do you say there? Like, oh, it sounds like you have a, you know. Yeah. And and we've always thought that too. We know that that you know, reading in um uh what book was it? Uh it was Matthew how he sends angels to minister and he to protect mm-hmm. and to watch over you and in Psalms as well. Um you know, we know that that we pray for these things. We pray for our kids. You and I both pray for our kids when they take off, when they go drive somewhere. You know, my daughter both my sons, I pray for them all the time when they're gone, when they're traveling, especially coming home late or whatever. 
always praying for God's protection, you know. Um, and we don't know, and the reason I said that earlier is that we don't know what danger that they could have been in if we hadn't prayed. Or or yeah. because other people are praying, you know, or they maybe they prayed in the car before they got in the car and took off. Um, this one guy, before you tell your story, and I want to get to your story, before uh, there was another guy who was a bus driver. Um, he drove a bus back and forth between states. It was like an interstate bus type of company. Yeah, He had a bus full of people. It was late at night. He had done this route many times. And there was this house, like this abandoned house out in the middle of the country. And there was a lot of hills on this particular road. Uh, I don't know where, I think Indiana, I think it was said he was. So there was a lot of hills, the rolling hills. And as he's coming over one of the hills, he sees that abandoned house to the left. There was no moon out. It was really dark. And as he's passing that house, it just catches his eye, someone standing in the driveway. And he looks over, and someone waves to him like, you know, come and help, like waving him over. And he's like, you know, his his mentality was that his his parents taught him when someone waves you down and you see someone on the side of the road, you help them. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're in danger. Maybe something's going on. So he stops. He comes to a stop way down the hill a little bit, turns the bus around, goes back to the house. He tells the people, stay in here, keep an eye out. I'm going to go see what's going on. He gets out. Nobody's in there. Nobody's there. And he's looking, and he looks around the, the property. Nobody's there. He has a flashlight. No one here. I guess I guess they're gone. I don't know what to do. So he gets back in the bus. He takes off, and he starts to go back you know, uh, on his route. Well, as he's going up the next hill, he comes over the next hill. And as he's coming, as he gets over to the top of it, he can see at the bottom of the hill there was a huge accident there, uh, like multi-car accident. And... He says, if I was going my normal speed, 60, 65, up and down these hills, if I would have come over that hill at 65, I would have plowed right into that. I would have killed so many people there. Probably would have killed myself and all the people in my in my bus. But I believed, and he was like getting chills, you know. He's yeah. like, I believe that was an angel who stopped me, and I just, I just thought I better check it out. And then when I came over the hill, I'm going, you know, 20, and I was able to slow down and not, not hit anybody. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the things like that are just, know, they, they're not the, yeah, they're less obvious. Yeah. But right. still have the same impact. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny Incredible. because this, <clears throat> we hear so much about these kinds of stories and everybody has a story or they've heard a story. Right. Um, it, it's at, at this point, it's become folklore. Yeah. Okay. Angel stories are everywhere. Yeah. People have written books on it. Right. Um, and, but, and nothing hits home better than an actual personal story and somebody you know, we, wrote we can a book, share a right? lot of things we hear right you know somebody i know wrote a book about an angel story was yeah that, it's just another was book. that yeah there's was there's that piles you? of books on shelves and this was is that? just one i happen to pick up <laughs> and and write and write <laughs> no but i yeah, I, I, I have a angel story yeah and this is a this is really got me excited when we decided to do angels because right i you know, I, I don't get to share this story enough, and it's every time I literally share this story, it blows my mind. Yeah, I was, and it's so yeah, humbling, so great. That God, I I'm now at the point in my life where I call uh, anything that is supernatural like this. It's a glory moment. Yeah. It's a it's a way. It, it, it's a for for God to shine. It's a it's a way that 
he gets the glory. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not to say, wow, how special you know, Joe is or Sarah is because right. they encountered an angel and I never have. Right. This is all God all the time, and yeah. he does it for one reason, to get the glory. Yeah. Okay? Because he loves us, and he yeah. wants to be, to have the shine, um, uh, to, to have the light shined on him in a yeah. dark world so people can look and go, wow, he exists, and he, if he loves that guy, yeah. he's going to love me too. For our good, for his glory. So, yeah, so, but yeah, tell your story. Let's hear this. It. Is uh, let's see if I can recall this. <clears throat> so, I was uh, this is after I got out of the hospital, mm-hmm. and I had for most people know my story. If if you haven't listened to uh, episode one through four, one through four, <laughs> <laughs> but and my wife helps tell it too. But yes. this is something all on my own. My wife wasn't around to see this, um, and but I woke up. After I got back, I took several weeks, and before I went back to work, after I got out of the hospital in Vegas, okay, okay, I had the bleed in my head. I recovered, and and the doctor, you know, wanted me to take, you know, several months. I took several weeks before I went back to to work because God really did a supernatural healing to me, right? Um, but I woke up one morning, and I was just, I was so sensitive to. And I'd spent so much time in prayer that it was, I was very emotional towards, towards prayer and towards my relationship with God. And I, um, I woke up and I felt grieved that I wasn't spending enough time with the Lord, that I didn't want to fall back into my old ways where I was before I was a Christian right. where I was before I had gone into the hospital and God had done such a radical change in me. And it, it literally scared me to death that I would fall back into a regular lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I got up and I felt this grieving and I just started crying and just crying out to God the, the entire morning. I was there by myself. My wife had gone to work. <clears throat> My kids were at school. Um, they were all in college. And so I had the whole place to myself, my dog and I, and, and hmm. uh, I just started praying and crying out to God. And at one point, I just broke down and I was like, God, I don't want to be, I don't want to go back and be normal. I don't want to just be a normal Christian that gets up and goes to church and comes home. Now, I, I want to live a supernatural life. Hmm. And um, just thinking that this, you know, t- I get teary-eyed when I th- th- replay the story because yeah. my emotions were I, I felt like I was drifting away from God and I wasn't right you know and and but I did not want to go back yeah to normality and you in said the some, spirit realm and you told me you you wanted to mean business I want to I want to mean business I in that yeah. prayer I said God I don't want to be normal yeah I, and I, I I I yelled and I said um I mean business right I don't want to be normal. I mean, I am serious. Yeah. God, I am so serious. I mean business. Right. Right. And that was my prayer. Yeah. And I I was upstairs. We have a two-story uh house. I went downstairs and to get some breakfast. I always flip on the TV, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to some Christian music and right. walk around, you know, play with my dog, eat my breakfast and praise the Lord. Yeah. That was my life. <laughs> finished this prayer, popped on the TV, 
uh, went to YouTube and I saw I saw you know this preacher and and I thought oh maybe I'll listen to a sermon and I popped on this guy I'd really never listened to before and they, his name was uh, Paul Washer mm-hmm. turns out he's quite an evangelist right and it was a short video a little short excerpt of a sermon and right out of the gate he's he's <laughs> in the mic and he says there are Christians out there that are are don't want to be normal you want to be, you're serious you're serious with with God and he says you mean business i'm talking to those christians right and i went i st- i literally <laughs> stopped with my bowl of cereal in my hand and i just put it down i went oh lord i literally are you talking to me through yeah. the television you just and i that. just started crying and i said lord seriously right. you are <laughs> you're you're answering me through the tv right and I just uh, I just praised him, and I was so excited that I had just asked him, yeah, and pleaded to him, and and it's like he instantly came back to me through this 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 preacher on TV. Right. I called my wife, and she went, "Oh, that's nice." You know, she's in the <laughs> middle of her work day. <laughs> that's nice, dear. I give you a Robin. <laughs> and every day was you know some crazy yeah, okay. some crazy story that you know yeah yeah um, <laughs> some dream I had or something. That's good, but. And so I just, I was on cloud nine for the rest of that day. And that night, uh, you know, at around 10, 30, 11 o'clock before we go to bed, my wife would always have, you know, we, we, we need some bread and milk. You wouldn't (laughs) mind, would you? Go go to the, running down. I know it's only, it's a couple miles away. And I went down to the local Vons, um, which is a store out here in uh, the western part of the United States, somewhere in Southern California, yeah. <laughs> not too close to where we live. And so I went to this grocery store. It was open, uh, I think, until midnight. Okay, and it was eleven thirty ish. Right. So I grabbed the list and I said, "Okay, I got to fly out of here." So I got in my car and I headed down. Got down there to a parking lot. There was two cars. Uh, I assume were the employees left in that store. I parked my car next to them. Right. Got out of the car. I ran in. Okay, the exit door was blocked off with carts. Sure. They only keep the entrance open Yeah. Uh, till about 10 to, to midnight. I was getting in there with about 10 minutes to spare. I got in. Mm-hmm. There's one checker that I, I saw there all the time. Right. You know, night manager closing the place. I gave him a little nod like, is it okay? And he gave me the nod back. You better hurry up. I saw in his <laughs> eyes. So yeah, I, yeah. I grab a cart real quick. And I'm running around getting a few items, some bananas, some bread, and some milk. And then I thought, you know what? I, my kids have been working really hard on their classes and school, and and I'm going to grab them a couple of pints of you know Ben and Jerry's. Mm. Not that that's a plug. Um, <laughs> and so I head on over to to the frozen food section. Okay. I've got a, I'm very, very particular about my ice cream. I okay. don't like ge- getting freezer burnt ice cream. Okay. And, and the expiration date and the whole thing. Right. So I opened up that freezer and I found out what, you know, the two we wanted. And I uh, always dig to the very back. Okay. So I'm way inside. My head's halfway into this, this freezer. <laughs> and I'm digging and I'm looking at ex- expiration dates. And so I grabbed the two I wanted. 
pull myself out of the freezer and I turn to put them in my cart. Yeah. And there is a there is a woman, I want to say girl, mm. and she's standing there and she's probably about five nine to five ten. Tall, long, dark hair, gorgeous, young. I would say she's twenty five, twenty six. Okay. Uh just smile that lit up the room mm. and she's standing there right by my cart and i've kind of <laughs> kind of jolted back and yeah. and i said well hi and she said she said hi i was just she said we were just driving by and god told me to come into this grocery store mm. and i walked by this aisle and i and i saw you and he said that's him mm. that's my son and i'm proud of him Oh, wow. And <laughs> she said, and I said, oh, okay, <laughs> thank you. And right now, you know, when I wrote in my book, I said, about this time, I'm looking around for yeah. the hidden cameras. Yeah, yeah, who's I'm thinking, thing? okay. And at the same time, I'm looking, you know, I usually have my wallet, you know, not in my back pocket. I right. usually throw it in, in the, in the, in the cart. cart. So yeah, I'm yeah. looking to see it. Is my wa- wallet here? <laughs> She grabbed the keys to my car. Right. What's going on? Why is this young woman approaching me? Yeah. And um, so she she said this, and I, I said, okay. And she looked right at me with the big smile, and she says, you're very serious, and you mean business. Mm. And <laughs> right right when she said that it hit me and i said what did you just say mm. she said you are very serious and you mean business with god i need to pray for you right now mm. and i i just i just looked at her and i said okay and she and she laid her her little hand right on my heart, right mm. in the middle of my chest. And she whispered, and she said, fire, fire, Lord. Mm. And then she looked up at me in my eyes, and she said very calmly, she said, you, when you speak, you are going to speak with boldness, and you will prophesy to many people and affect many, mm. and it was um, it blew me, blew my mind. Yeah, and I'm sitting there and I, it, you know, tears are coming down my face. And she pulled her hand away and she looked at me with a, just a sweet smile, and she said, "Well, I've got to go. <laughs> I've got to pray for somebody in Hollywood right now. Yeah, see ya." <sighs> kind of like a matter of fact. Yeah. And she literally kind of just walked up, shuffled off. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm watching her walk away and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wiping the tears from my eyes and she rounds the corner. I'm about halfway down the ice cream aisle. Mm-hmm. She goes down to the end and takes a hard right. Yeah. The hard right takes her towards the, the, the entrance door. Okay. Right, right. The exit door is already closed up right, and locked. Right. So she's heading towards where that last checker is. Yeah. And right beyond him is the the door that I entered in. Right. So she's right. headed that direction. Okay. I thought, man, I'm going to follow this. 
And yeah. for some reason, I felt compelled. I need to see where she's going. Yeah. So I pushed that cart as fast as I could. I wheeled around to the right. I don't see her. Yeah. So I left the cart. I I thought, well, maybe she's out in the parking lot. So I, I, I ran through one of the one of the checkout stands, went over to the big, you know, twelve foot windows, right. and I could look right out into the parking lot. Yeah. And I'm looking for any movement at all. Right. I'm looking, I'm looking. I don't see her in the store. I don't see any movement in the parking lot. All I see is my car parked te- ne- right next to the other two cars and an empty parking lot. Right. No movement whatsoever. No car burning out, <laughs> you know, figuring right. she's with a group of right. she you know, said young we. adults and right. they're, you know, just heading out to evangelize. Right. Nothing. So I walk, so I went back, I got my cart. I walked up to ask the to to the to the the night manager that's checking me out. Yeah. I'm the only guy in this store. Right. I don't know if I really shared that. Yeah. When I walked in, there's nobody in this store. Not even the guys in the back room that are pulling out and are wheeling out right. the, the groceries. Um, the night stalkers. Yeah. They weren't even night stalkers yet. Yeah. It was just me and the and the checker. Right. I walked up to him with my groceries and I said. Where did that girl go? Mm-hmm. Did you see that girl? And he looked at me, kind of perplexed, and he said, "You want, uh, you you want any bags today?" <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, well, he's kind of moving me along. He yeah, didn't I want to get out of home, So man. yeah, I yeah. It, the kind of that I want to go yeah, home. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so I paid for my stuff, and I thought, well, you know, I just leave the guy alone. And so I grabbed my bag. Headed out to the door on the right, mm-hmm. walked up, got about five feet from it, and I hear this voice, and it's him. And he's like, hey, hey, hold on there. He goes, let me get my keys. I got I to gotta unlock the door to let you out. Oh, right, right. And then I stopped again. You already locked it. And I thought, oh, my gosh. What just happened? Yeah. He didn't unlock it for anyone else. He didn't see anybody. Yeah. He didn't unlock any door. Right. If he did, he would have said, yeah, I just let her out. Right. <coughs> so he unlocked it. I uh, looked at him one more time. I said, okay, have a good night. He goes, you too. <laughs> Locks the door See behind you. me. I'm yeah. walking out of that parking lot. Yeah. Nothing. I'm standing there by myself. I walked. I got in my car. Didn't even start it. I sat there for easily 20, 30 minutes, and I just bawling my eyes out wow. and going, how good are you, God, Yeah, that you would do this for somebody like me to let me know that you're listening, you're listening, mm. responding to me. Mm. Did he have to go through all that? No, he didn't. No. But he did for me for a purpose. Yeah. You know, now I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, I told my wife the other day, she, she talked, she spoke to me and said, you know, you are, you're going to speak with boldness and mm. you will prophesy yeah. to many. And I'm thinking, now I'm thinking, wow, I record a we're podcast. doing, we do a podcast <laughs> that could go anywhere. Right. <coughs> that is yeah. amazing. And that didn't Crazy. all come full circle literally until the, the last you know, a couple of days when I was thinking about it. Yeah. Thinking, Wait, we have a podcast. Yeah. Now you speak to many, you're, you're prophesying or you're, you're proclaiming the gospel to, to many. You speak with boldness. 
I got to say, telling your story right now, uh, I'm looking over at the levels, you know, over at Engineer Trey. Um, might have to adjust some of those levels there because you were speaking with boldness. You know what I mean? That, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, a very uh, mild-mannered guy, and you speak, you know, we, we, you and me both are kind of laid back. We just talk. Um, but when you were telling that story, it was with so much passion, so much um, emotion, and I could see it all over you. Um, that yeah, we're gonna have to make some adjustments on the on the uh, on yeah, the I'll old. Go, uh, I'll, just, I'll go back. And the, <laughs> the post production there, but it, that's that that God knew what you needed to hear. He reiterated what you prayed back to you from Paul Washer, and then from an angel. I mean. We have to believe that's an angel. That's not a human walking through grocery door doors without anybody else seeing that person. Well, I was very hesitant of sure. adding this angel story in my book. Yeah. Because I, I didn't want to take the chance that it was something I made up. And right. And then, you know, it, my wife, uh, you know, she, it was either my wife or somebody told me, said, um, even if it wasn't an angel, yeah, think about it. It was a human being that God told to come to a grocery store, right. to walk by you, and to and to point you out, yeah, and to pray over you, yeah, and then to jet off like that. No, just like yeah. that's supernatural in yep. itself. So yep. it doesn't matter what it was. I just don't see how it couldn't have been an angel. Yeah, especially since I was the only one that saw her. Right. And she sp- she spoke exactly what you had already been praying. Exactly. She reiterated. He, she just confirmed, <laughs> and and that's that's amazing. You're so. very serious. <laughs> and you oh mean business. You mean business. I, that's cool. I, it I it breaks me up every yeah. time that I I tell people that. Yeah, man. Even think about it. So humbling. Uh, I appreciate you telling the story again, and that that is uh, just a coming back to you and you being able to, to share it like that, it, it means, I think it means a lot to the audience as well. Cause we were talking about a lot of stuff with scripture and then we, you know, and then you wrapping this up with that, that story. Uh, it's just gonna, I think people are going to be, um, more interested in, okay, now what let's talk about, let's talk about the other side next week. Let's talk about the darker side. Let's yeah. talk about demons and let's talk about other, other entities that maybe people see. You were just telling me about something about your son, and we'll we'll get into that next week. We do have to wrap this up, um, but what a great episode! What a, what a great story to end with. Um, thank you again for sharing that, and for I, I think both of us we kind of put ourselves out there a little bit, become a little more vulnerable as yeah. we go, and that's great, man. Because I, God uses that. God uses us, and and can use us in those ways. Um, so yeah, I, I hope you guys loved this this episode. I hope you. Got some information, even even the scriptures. Look up some scriptures with angels. Just look up, you know, type in angels and just see all the different aspects of angels that you see in the Old Testament and the New Testament. There's some great things, and they're very short. They're not, you know, elaborate. Some of them are a little longer than others, but um, you're going to see some different things. Start highlighting stuff about angels and start maybe thinking of like a, like they eat. Or they, yeah. you know, they separate, or they, their geography. Maybe they're geographical. They have certain yeah. areas that they're in, and then they come and help each other. 
Uh, they they co-op. They work together. So it's a lot of stuff. Think of your own life. But and, and, yeah, and maybe friends, you again. Maybe there's a, what you thought was a coincidence was now not. May not have been. May not have been. Ooh. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening again to the We're Not Here podcast. Hit us up. Please check us out. Please listen to us. Uh, go on Spotify and rate. Uh, you can rate the podcast. If you rate it five star, which I hope you would do, uh, that helps us. That helps the uh, the algorithm and getting more people to, to see us out front um, when they type in podcast uh, so they can listen. So, yeah, just go on Spotify. You'll see the little rating there. Hit five star rating. I did that. Um, I asked my family to, I don't think they did, but, um, yeah, do that for us. Hang, you know, and again, who knows who, who we're reaching with this. It could be nine people, you know, but those nine people, whoever it is, God is going to speak to and God is going to speak through us. So, um, yeah, man, great night. Great episode. All right. Talk to you guys, uh, again next week. Have a great night and, uh, you know, God bless your family. God bless you.